There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. There is only one true and living God, but our God is expressed in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, we've already talked about the names connected to the Son of God. We've discussed the names connected to the Father. But what of the third person of the Godhead? Well, the Holy Spirit is found from Genesis to Revelation. Most of the time, when people talk about the Holy Spirit, they make a beeline for the book of Acts, and uh, they start at the day of Pentecost. But I want to suggest to you today that as surely as Jesus Christ did not begin at Bethlehem, the Holy Spirit did not begin on Pentecost. No, in fact, we meet the Holy Spirit in the second verse of the Bible. I want you to open your scripture with me today to the book of Genesis. Uh, that's where we're going to discuss the Spirit of the living God. He's found in Genesis chapter 1 where the Bible says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness He called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So the first time you see the Spirit of God is literally on the first day of creation. Why is that? Because the Holy Spirit is co-equal, co-existent, and co-eternal with the Father and the Son. Remember, one God expressed in three persons. Uh, this is the, the great mystery and marvel of what is referred to as the Trinity, the triune God. Uh, the, the Bible word for that is the Godhead. And so today we turn our attention to the person and work of the Spirit of God. Now what do we learn about the Holy Spirit? Well, you have to take all of what Scripture teaches on any subject uh, to gather everything that God wants us to know. But let's confine ourselves to these handful of verses in Genesis chapter 1 today because this is the first mention of the Spirit of God. And the first time someone or something is mentioned in Scripture, it lays a foundation for every other thing that we study about them. So what do we learn about the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, that He is the Spirit of God. That's the most obvious thing. Remember, God is a Spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. When men were made in the image of God, one great part of that is that God put into us a Spirit. He made us spirit beings. It means you're going to outlast this world. It means you have an everlasting soul. God put a little bit of His, His everlasting nature in us. And then, of course, when we got saved, He gave us all of that everlasting nature in the sense that He gave us eternal life. Praise His holy name for that. But the Holy Spirit is connected to God Himself. The Spirit of God is the title that's used for Him here. A second thing that we notice about the Spirit of God in this passage is that he is the spirit of beginnings. Notice 
that is introduced to us right here in the opening verses on the first day of creation connected to the phrase, in the beginning. In the beginning. Every good thing finds its beginning in the work of the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian, it's because the Holy Spirit of God brought truth to your heart, because it convicted you of your sin and drew you to the Lord. Uh, as a believer, every good work done in your life, the Holy Spirit sets in motion. Uh, Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit Himself in the New Testament and said, The wind bloweth where it listeth. And you can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going. You just see the results, the effects of it. Well, the Holy Spirit is the unseen member of the Godhead here. He is the one that you cannot see, but you can certainly see when He's at work. I wonder, what's the Holy Spirit setting in motion in your life today? A third thing we know about the Holy Spirit is that He is the Spirit of creation. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. If someone said, who did the creative work, the Father, the Son, or the Spirit? The answer is yes. Obviously, God the Father is here, speaking everything into existence. The Son is here. He's the Word. Uh, Colossians says, by Him were all things created, and for Him were all things created. And then very obviously, the Spirit of God is moving. And so, uh, all three members of the Godhead, uh, in perfect unity, working together. And the word for created here literally means to create out of nothing. I love this thought that the Holy Spirit can bring great good out of a whole lot of nothing. And maybe you feel like today uh, you have nothing to offer God. That's all right. Just yield your nothing to the Lord and watch what the Holy Spirit can do with it. In fact, this is the exact same word that David used in his confession of sin in the Psalms when he said to God, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Literally, Lord... I have nothing to give you, but out of nothing would you create a clean heart. That's the work of the Spirit of God. He, he does this work of regeneration. The same Holy Spirit at work in creation works in us in the new creation to make us new creatures in Jesus Christ. And then, not only is He the Spirit of God and the Spirit of beginnings and the Spirit of creation, uh, but look at verse number 2. The earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Somebody says, that's pretty depressing. Oh, but he's the spirit of hope. Do you see the first time the Holy Spirit is introduced? He is in the context of an earth without form, void, and full of darkness. Think about this. There is emptiness, there is chaos, and there is darkness. Does that sound like the world we're living in today? then take hope, my friend, because that's where the Holy Ghost loves to work. Wherever there is chaos, He brings order. Wherever there is emptiness, He brings fullness. Wherever there is darkness, He brings light. He is the spirit of hope. That's why I'm hopeful today that in a world that seems to have gone mad, the Holy Spirit of God can begin to move and work in the midst of that and bring great order and blessing out of it. Why? So that God alone will get the glory. So, He's the Spirit of God, He's the Spirit of beginnings, He's the Spirit of creation, He's the Spirit of hope. And then, listen to this, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. I would say to you, God's always on the move. He is a God who never rests because He never gets tired. He's always working. But the word for moved here literally means to brood. Listen to the verse, And the Spirit of God moved, He brooded upon the face of the waters. Friends, He's the Spirit of love. He is like a gentle mother brooding over the young, uh, tenderly, carefully, meeting every need, 
Aren't you glad that the Spirit of God is not only the Spirit of power, He's the Spirit of love? That's what brings the power near to your heart. And as surely as He brooded over the face of the waters, I want to tell you He's brooding over you today. And then, let me give you one more. He is the Spirit of light. As soon as we're introduced to the Holy Spirit moving, the very next phrase says, And God said, Let there be light. It is in the power of the Spirit that God speaks. And what does He speak? He always speaks light. Because in Him is no darkness at all. In fact, He divides the light from the darkness. Only the Holy Spirit can bring such uh, divine division. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal what is truly light and right. This is the work of the Spirit of God. Oh, I hope you get acquainted with the Spirit of the living God because He's not just the Spirit of God living in this world. If you're a Christian, He is the Spirit of God living in you. Use His name today. Get acquainted with the Holy Spirit of God. We were told in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.